I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, Gina. Hi, Ioni. Hi, everyone. I'm Gina, the senior editor of Polyester. And I'm Ioni, the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester. And this is the Polyester Podcast, a feminist pop culture podcast dissecting the discourse on a weekly basis. Before we start, if you're a fan of this podcast, please make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. And if you really love us, you can sign up for a podcast membership where you get to join our Discord and get on our Instagram plus friends for only three quid a month. Do we have any reviews, Ioni? Yes, so our review is Five Stars Obsessed. This show truly has the most insightful, thought-provoking conversations about modern pop culture slash internet culture. I really appreciate how they're able to dissect the content we mindlessly consume and add nuance slash perspective. Truly a show for the girls with heart, heart holding hands. How do you oh, say that? Heart holding, hold, heart, heart, fingers <laughs> doing a heart. <laughs> Bye. Edipa via Apple Podcasts in the USA. Thank you. Thank you. As a recent <laughs> recent review that shocked us to our core, said that we'd bully each other. I know. I'm on best behaviour today. We're going to be nothing but kind and gracious to each other. <laughs> I think it's funny because the whole episode we were going, stop bullying me to each other. <laughs> Without, um, I don't know, maybe not thinking that people would think that we are actually bullying each other. Well, welfare check. We're not bullying each other. Are you still my best friend? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Um, You're not going to ask me. Are you, still- <laughs> are you still my best friend? Yeah. So today we are talking about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Blanchard? Blanchard? Blanchard, Blanchard I'd say, yeah. Who was released from prison on the 28th of December. And the is the internet's girl du jour. Is that how you say that? Yeah, I love saying that. I've been saying it loads recently. <laughs> all the tweets have been like, the character du jour. Sorry, I schedule all the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to go into it. Basically, Gypsy Rose has become the object of the internet's attention. She has been yassified. She has been motherfied. Baby girled. Baby girled. Every meme context. Yeah, it girled, whatever it is. Like, she's the main character of the internet and has been for maybe like the last two weeks. At the moment, yeah. Basically, it's a bit strange. It's a little bit strange. It's more than that. Yeah, it's, it's way obscene. more than that. But we're going to go through it. Let's start with who Gypsy is because some people may not know. Um, our friend Lewis didn't know. Hi, Lewis. Hi, Lewis. When did the original expose come out? Let me it's just click and find 20, out. 
16 or 2017. So there was an original expose on BuzzFeed News that came out in 2016 and me and Gina were obsessed with it, I will just say now. Yeah, there's quite a, a solid core of friends who were like obsessed with the story, like very, like just couldn't get our heads around it, I think. Yeah. So the original BuzzFeed, like long read is very like thorough and has journalistic integrity, I'd say. But here's like a very short version of it. So Gypsy Rose Blanchard was born on the 27th of July, 1991 to her mother, Dee Dee Blanchard, and her dad, Rod Blanchard. Oh my God, I didn't realise as well until I read the research that he was 17 and she was 24. Like they just don't include that in anything. I know. So her mum basically became convinced that Gypsy Rose was unwell. Like there's been interviews with Gypsy's dad since that say like, she was only a few months old when the mother was like, we have to take her to hospital. She got this, she got that, she got this. Her mother told Gypsy that she had muscular dystrophy and needed a walker. When she was around seven or eight years old, she was involved in a minor motorcycle accident with her grandfather in which she obtained a minor knee abrasion. After this, Dee Dee told her that she needed a wheelchair. It goes on. So then Hurricane Katrina destroyed their home in Louisiana. And then Dee Dee and Gypsy lived in a rented home in southwestern Missouri. During their time there, they kind of like got involved in loads of charities and stuff. She started living with a feeding tube. In 2008, Habitat for Humanity built them a small home with a wheelchair ramp and hot tub as part of a larger project on the north side of Springfield. And the two mum and Gypsy moved there. By this time, the parents had been like long split up. I think they broke up when she was like four or something. But she still maintained a relationship with her father. Anyway, so it kind of goes like on and on. She was living in this like charitable neighborhood, made friends with the neighbors. Like apparently they used to put like cinema screenings on at the side of their house and pay their neighborhood kids to come and watch it. And then all of the proceeds would go to like Gypsy's care. Gypsy had all of her teeth removed. She wore like milk bottle glasses. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah. She had like a really high voice. She had no hair. Her mom told her that she had cancer and something else, I think, but I can't remember. Just said the treatment for your your illnesses will make your hair fall out anyway so we're just going to shave your head yeah so all in all Didi let Gypsy have no freedom basically like she couldn't have friends she got on the internet and then like the internet would be taken away from her if she was talking to people she eventually met a person online what's his name again Nick Nicholas something she met a online called Nick and kind of like schemed to meet him by going to cinema and then they ended up fucking in the bathroom of the cinema which was the bathroom lots of people say that it, lots of people on the internet now are like oh it was in the cinema no it was it's in the like, bathroom in the cinema and then blah, 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 she keeps seeing him blah, blah, blah. not seeing him but like talking, talking to online, him yeah. relationship. and eventually gypsy and nicholas plan to kill the mother dd because gypsy's obviously kind of realized that her situation isn't normal the way that the world is alerted to this is because there's like a Facebook post that Nicholas writes on Dee Dee's wall where it's like, I killed the bitch. I can't remember what it actually says. It's said. got like a shared Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that she did a status being like, I've killed the bitch, like we're free, something like that. And then lots of neighbours like gathered and stuff. Apparently there's already kind of interest growing in their situation because like Dee Dee would kind of acquire a lot of charitable stuff for gypsy like she did make a wish they go to disneyland they go on holidays they have this home and this hot tub so people alarm bells were already ringing for some people that like it wasn't all as it seemed yeah and i think gypsy was kind of like telling 
a friend as well being like, oh, I've got a boyfriend online. I've yeah. got all this. And they didn't know whether she was like just making it up or if it was true or not. So when it all kicked off, that's how they kind of found Nick because they were like alerted the police being like, oh, she did mention that she's got an online boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so they got to the house. Dee Dee had been killed. Um, Gypsy wasn't there. So everyone kind of assumed the worst. Gypsy was found like three days later, I think, in like a motel or something. And she was found walking and her hair was growing back. So everyone was like, well, what's going on? Anyway, so Didi had or is like thought to have had Munchausen's by proxy. You can't actually diagnose Munchausen's by proxy if the person that did it is dead. So like it's not speculation, but as in there's, it's not determined that she did, but obviously she did. Gypsy went to prison for 10 years for murdering her mother. Basically, it was Nicholas that stabbed her. And yeah, I think she only, toilet. she only served seven. Eight. She served eight. Um, obviously, she was kind of like, she experienced like a tirade of abuse growing up, blah, 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 blah. All of this stuff was like forced upon her, like all the illnesses, everything, shaving head, like she didn't have any freedom. Yeah, and she was like heavily drugged and like given medication that would make her have symptoms of mm-hmm. illnesses. Like it wasn't like she was fighting fit and was like, Oh, I'm just being told I'm unwell. Yeah, and they she, saw like thousands of doctors and like wouldn't take no for an answer. She had, like, like a feeding tube and all that. Moved around a lot. Like Dee Dee lied about her age and said she was younger than she was so she could still like remain control over her, like changed her birth certificate and stuff. Anyway, so there was a trial. Both Nicholas and Gypsy went to prison. I think Nicholas went for life. Yeah, Nicholas got life. And Gypsy went for 10 years, served A, and she was released December 28th, 2023, which brings us to the now yeah so like in the like the two weeks maybe a month running up to gypsy's release there was already i think interest online that was kind of inappropriate that was being like i'm going to be there i'm going to give her a first vape i'm going to be at the gates and i'm going to play play with a lot of del rey album mm-hmm. and like countdowns to gypsy's release were like making an arse songs on and stuff like that like people were already going back wild before she came out and i think i wasn't I didn't think that she would be doing, I guess, a press tour, even though obviously she's got the documentary out. So I thought like maybe it would just be people going mad and then we don't really see much of like what her life, new life is like. But she has been doing the rounds with the press, which I think you've mentioned in the research. Why shouldn't she? Mm-hmm. But again, like I think it's that's kind of like spurred it on to continue because she's given like interviews and there's all these quotable bits and there's uh, hosts who don't know how to react to it and things like that. Yeah, so she was memefied before her release, really, like with fan cams and like people being like, slay queen, slay queen, slay, whatever. All of this other stuff. There was a good TikTok that I saw on Twitter. Lol. Let me just get it up now and find out the person's name. It was by Veronica Scalia, I think. Yeah. And she was kind of talking about like the life cycle of influencing online or like. So basically, I feel like Gypsy is being put into what essentially is. Like a reality TV contestant, they would treat reality TV contestants when they leave their shows, which is like really disgusting and like I think emblematic of the way we view true crime. Like we do just view it as entertainment. Like even how obsessed we were, for example, in 2016, we were how old were we? Like 22. So mm. obviously we were a bit like not clever. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shows just like how exploitative these stories are and how we really are just like mining real experiences that often include like a lot of pain for people into content and the life cycle that we put these people on and it's like not necessarily just young women but I feel like young women are more likely to get 
the like your slay queen treatment of it all do you know what i mean or like also lots of people have been lots of these articles that i've referenced in our research have compared her to george santos and anna delvey and i think that is bizarre like a really bizarre move because anna delvey and george santos that is his name isn't it yeah yeah uh, obviously two people that have like sought fame and notoriety like Anna Delby quite literally wanted to be part of like an upper class and like part of that world anyway and then George Santos is definitely like gaming the system whereas like Gypsy Rose hasn't asked for any of this like she's not like memifying herself like we don't even it's unlikely that she really knows what the internet encompasses because she's never been on it like she yeah. went into prison after being held in like an abusive environment in which she had no autonomy. I think she was on Facebook where she met her boyfriend, right? It was on like Christian Minga. <laughs> exactly. My boy. Yeah, literally. Um has been in prison for eight years, which is not to say that she's like infantilized, but obviously like contact is limited in that situation. And then it's come out and she's like not gonna understand the nuance of what like an ironic fan cam is. Yeah, I think it's complicated with the true crime stuff because we True crimes at an all-time high, like, it's it's just become accepted that we're all interested in it and, like, it's become accepted that that's part of the human psyche and it's become accepted that there's about a billion documentaries about really horrible cases online and on Netflix or whatever. And I was thinking about it when I was reading the research. I was like, I feel like this situation is unique because usually with those, the victims are dead. Mm -hmm. Like, we're all put in a unique position because the victim is the one who's left standing I guess and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that not I don't want to say the final girl trope but she has been like deified like given this heroine status when it's just it's not black and white like you can't pile loads of attention on someone who's got so much like trauma to deal with I think Mm -hmm. and this TikTok was kind of like talking about the life cycle that this girl thinks that Gypsy Rose will go for and it was like yeah everyone loves her like slay queen oh my god icon and then she'll do something weird like for example so Loads of people are being mean about her husband, whose name is Ryan. Yeah. Because he's fat, I assume, is the reason why. Yeah, definitely. Um, And being like, oh, he's not good enough for you or whatever. Like, slay mama, you could do so much better. And she replied, like, the D is fire. He's whatever. What's it called? (laughs) Like, I'm fine, basically. But she said the D is fire. And of course, like, oh. So then the next stage of it is, like, the person does something a bit unexpected, aka the deer's fire, and then everyone starts to think, oh, like as soon as the subject catches on to the attention and starts playing up for it, people usually go really cold on it and like, oh, they're too big for the boots now. And then, for example, she'll get like a brand campaign or a cover or something like this, and then everyone will be like, well, who does she think she is because she did actually kill her mum? Which yeah. I'm already seeing things it's literally in that. Fucking Chicago, the plot of Chicago. I haven't seen Chicago, you know this about me. Yeah. But yeah, I do think people are going to turn on her soon. It's kind of like when Britney got out of the guardianship and then she just carried on being weird online because like, why? Like she's, she has every right to just use her social media presence however she wants. And then people were like, no, she's clearly unhinged. Like she did actually do need to be in the guardianship like without getting any like fucking deep thoughts into it. Which also is not true. Like it just shows such a fundamental misunderstanding of what guardianships are as a yeah, situations as well. Like Dee Dee put Gypsy in a guardianship like when she was 18 so then she could retain control over her like I feel like people just don't have the range to be talking about these subjects like in mean ways because 
it is actually very serious and especially when we're talking about like abuse or mental health issues or whatever it's like you don't have the empathy not you personally but like your <laughs> average like person that's sending gypsy rose to gag city on ai does not have any empathy for her like they have literally flattened her to like an emblem of a ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Pepperty. Yeah, it's just a passive trend that they're like, who can make the funniest joke? Who can make the funniest yeah. meme? Like, she's not a We treat like actors and people on reality shows and people in true crime situations and other celebrities as if they were characters, like as if they're like fiction, works of fiction. Yeah, especially anyone who gets escalated to like as an icon that quick. Yeah, and celebrities, like actual celebrities, not, uh, that's not like a diss. I mean, like, people that have come up in fame have, like, certain protections around them to ensure that doesn't happen. And it does seem that Gypsy Rose has come out of prison very media-trained, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she's, like, being sheltered from any of the attention she's getting, which it doesn't sound like she is if she's replying to comments herself. Yeah, and when you said, when you listen to a podcast, because I watch the TV show, you listen to the podcast. Yeah. And in that, she's been like, I don't want to be famous. Like, she's gone from one extreme of being abuse and completely like taken control of by like one individual then by the like incarceral system i don't know if that's the right word and then by the, it, sounded it sounded great and then now it is by like the general public like she's been never been allowed to own herself and she i don't think she'll really ever get the space unless it, she like literally just fucks it all off yeah or unless she gets cancelled and i think that's what was interesting again in the research that you've done was the bit being like she's um um arguably young woman getting it's like fucking candyland to her like obviously you'd be online just replying to stuff and looking at stuff and be like oh my god all these people love me haha look at this oh my god look at this oh my god i can post all these pictures oh i've just got my nails done let's post a picture of that like she's finally getting to like do those normal girl things normally like rabbit fingers she's finally getting to do those things but it's on the world stage like she won't be able to like make mistakes online like we all did when we first used the internet 
Yeah, it's really interesting because I haven't watched the Lifetime documentary series that she's done because I don't know if it's out here. No, I've not seen I saw the original documentary yeah. series. Mum, Dad and Dearest. Yeah, which was good. I think it, it really portrayed that she kind of had nothing to do with the planning to kill mm-hmm. her mom. And then the the act, oh my God, the, it's literally her. <laughs> Most people. exploitative thing that's ever existed I in know, the world. I know, really maybe disappointed in Patricia Arquette, I'll just say that. <laughs> that much people kept keep asking her in this press tour as well like oh have you watched the act and they, she was asked in this podcast that i listened to which is the vile files going deeper with gypsy rose blanchard i think although i don't watch the bachelor i don't even think we have the bachelor here do we no we don't have it yeah it's the one guy that was in the bachelor because i saw loads of people being like oh why has he got her to do like the first one and his wife or girlfriend i don't know right anyway so like it's like three hours long, <laughs> which i was like this is way too much Three hours for a podcast, could you imagine? Yeah, there's one of those YouTube ones, so you have to watch the whole thing. It's, oh. If they want to see bullying on the internet, <laughs> if they want to see us bully each other, put us on a podcast for three, three hours. hours. <laughs> it's three hours. Um, and it was very interesting because, yeah, they like asked her about the act and then she was like, no, I haven't watched it. She was like, even talking about what happened to me, I get, I will go home tonight and have a nightmare about it. Like I get such vivid nightmares um, that I'm working through in therapy. And... So, yeah, I don't think I need to relive it in that way. And they were, like, trying to – and then she was, like, oh, yeah, like, they said I had hamsters when I actually had cats or something. I don't know. Basically saying it wasn't accurate. But then he literally pushes her and is, like, well, what's one of the nightmares you have? And it was just, like <gasps> – That's obscene. That's so, like, cruel. Like, imagine if you had a relative – and I, I hate this, like, way that we have to contextualise caring about someone mm. – but imagine, like, your sister, your best friend, went through something horrible yeah. and was like, I'm having really bad nightmares. And then your dickhead mate was like, oh, what are the nightmares? You go <laughs> ape shit at them? Yeah. So why is it allowed? Because under, like, oh, it's, it's journalism, podcast, it's podcast, yeah. it's podcasting, it's journalism. Like, the people want to know. The people shouldn't get to know. And it's really weird because they, like, go from that to calling her, like, the quintessential influencer because she's, like, trying everything in the world for the first time. Like, the host says that not her herself and she's just like yeah <laughs> like literally just doesn't know what to say she about it like she's a kid who's just come out with the fucking ones they have stuff in prison yeah i know like, like they, they have a lot of things right in at the beginning she's like oh they make it like a home in there like you have like a nice little room and like blah 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 blah, blah, blah. like have loads of best friends in there that like taught me about adulthood yeah but people literally treat her as if she was in like solitary for yeah like she's fucking the jungle bow like stuff gets into prison quite easily and you have tv as well yeah honestly just because she's not seen the tv show about her fucking life that's obscene <laughs> doesn't mean that she doesn't know what the like real housewives are i'm sure she's seen an episode yeah yeah she was like yeah they were asking her about that as well they're like oh do you like real housewives and she's like no i like tlc shows tlc is that it yeah is that it yeah okay whatever <laughs> like she likes like the even trashy reality shows which fair enough yeah, and then she talks about and she's saying how her professional goals as she used her platform for something good and getting into advocacy work that she wants to network with more established people and that she didn't expect to have a big social media following when she comes out and said that it was all well and good to have fun for a while like for example selfies but she wants to use her platform for more something that's more important and then he asks her if she has a desire to disappear this guy's like yeah. a prick and she says that she has like a love-hate relationship with the media and attention that she's come to accept it but it used to make her cry on her bed and say she wanted a normal life which like obviously like imagine you have like a horrible life for the first like 20 years you're alive or whatever it is and then suddenly every single person knows about it like on the world and is interested 
yeah, and wants to talk to you about that you're complicit and wants to talk to you about it. Yeah, and then basically she was engaged before she was married to Ryan to a guy called Ken, and he broke it off with her because he didn't like the attention. So then that like compounded her not liking the media even more. She like compounded her heartbreak with her fame and it made her spiral. But she said that seeing how she's been welcomed has made her more comfortable, but she still doesn't love it. You were done. But then they bring Ryan in and I feel like Ryan plays up to the media a bit as well. Yeah, it's weird. That he, like, he's a school teacher, isn't he? Like, yeah. why? How, I'm sure he needs to get sucked. I know. <laughs> like, how can you, kids take you serious? If you're like, if, if it was the British school system, I'll tell you now. <laughs> it would last a day. <laughs> like, he does seem very sweet and it looks like she's relying on him a lot. And I'm trying not to like make any projections because that's like part of the problem here that people are projecting their like on thoughts her, yeah, yeah. Of, as to how she's going to be feeling and stuff. But it is bizarre. And he's like, talking about how he's, like, threatened to, like, punch and, like, hurt men that have gone after her and stuff. And it's all just very, like, what's going on? There's people, like, openly laugh, like, oh, what was the thing? The way, like, they're being treated as well, like, specifically by the media, like, not just people making memes, like, specifically by the media, like, this press or, like, I saw a video where it's the two of them and they're, like, writing on whiteboards and saying, like, what Disney princess do you think I am? And he says Tangled. Right, I'm just going to leave that there because I don't think it's funny. <laughs> it's not funny, it's bizarre. And what does she say? Frozen, which yeah. makes sense. Anna, the, like, sister. No, like, the sister? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Frozen that well. Um, Anna's the, like, outgoing one who, like, can't freeze shows. Who what? Can't do the freezing. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be, like, empowered one that, like, breaks three, three or whatever. But yeah, like, why the fuck are they doing the fucking the Wired Order fill quiz? Yeah, she's I know. Just, like, got they're going to be with like puppies on Buzzfeed. No, literally, and it's it's upsetting because why? Not only it's like it just feels like insane to me. Like I just can't get my head around it. Like why is she? Not that she doesn't deserve it. Well, kind of. I don't know. It also feels like uniquely exploitative because yeah, we that's all know that, like the justice system doesn't really set up people that leave prison for having good or easy lives like we all know that the justice system and the prison system is exploitative like it and yeah it ruins people's lives basically so my inference has been that she's obviously doing the documentaries and stuff because she cares about it but she also needs to make money like she, equally she can't go like work at mcdonald's do you know what i mean she can't yeah. like go get an office job so she's been doing these documentaries. She's probably getting paid for all the press appearances or at least paid by Lifetime. Yeah, I hope so. And so it's like she also does actually have to do that to make money. Yeah. I saw um, there's an interesting bit in your research, another interesting bit in your research. Thank you. Thank um, you. That was saying like, it's just also kind of weird when you look at it from a wider picture thing, not necessarily just about Gypsy, like this wildly inconsistent approach to criminality was mm-hmm. the quote. And it just got me thinking like how would this – case be approached if gypsy wasn't like this petite white woman yeah oh 100 percent. like literally yeah there's also i feel like the people even criticizing it kind of there's some really good pieces that have already come out that are like we shouldn't be memifying her but some are a bit strange to me so the really good one is which i can't find okay gypsy rose blanchard was convicted of murder now she's being yassified by ej dixon for rolling stone i think it's this is so what was somehow surprising, however, is much of the general public leans into the sympathy. So this writer is basically saying that they're actually quite surprised. And they're saying that, like, there was Scream Queen's edits, fan edits set to Nicki Minaj, 
all of this kind of stuff is just really, really odd. And then also saying that like Gypsy is distinct from Anna Delvey or George Santos in that she's pretty much unilaterally and accurately viewed as a victim. But the thing about victims that we have to realize is that they are complicated. They don't have to be charismatic or funny or smart or even decent people to be victims. The thing about victims is sometimes their stories aren't easily commodifiable via Lifetime series or redeemable Zara's lots of TikTok content. Sometimes their stories are just sad. And the thing about victims is their status does not prevent them from creating more victims, which is like a bit of a dark thing. But I think it's like true. Yeah, no, I agree. Like we're not at the point. We just don't know how to talk about like cycles of abuse. Like obviously so much about how we talk about like victims of other types of abuse shows that we can't really talk about abuse online like we're just not normal yeah there's no there's no lexicon for it there's no vocabulary for it like we haven't worked out how to and there's no real like prevention of it I suppose like actively and then another one that I thought was really weird was there's an ID article, Stan Culture has lost sight of its limits when Gypsy Rose Blanchard breached the gates of Gag City all bets were finally off and it makes some like really clever points, but I suppose it just falls into the kind of like trap of maybe, I don't know, of like being too self-referential and it kind of ends up taking the tone, the kind of slightly mocking tone, in my opinion, that people are applying to her on the internet. And also they're not just give, they're giving her no depth. So it's like, how does someone cling on to relevancy in the wake of such weird fame? They pivot and diversify, become pop stars or porn stars or release tell-all books that the kids of the internet are unlikely to pick up and read. And it's like... Oh, there's a whole industry of that. That's such a like weird thing to like turn over without comment about how like women are commodifiable entities. Yeah, literally. Like, it's just like, this is what they do. Like, oh. Those are your three options. Wonder which one she's going to pick. Yeah, like, be a porn star, be a pop star, or write a book that no one cares about. Miserable. Gina looks really upset. Like, it's not funny. But she <laughs> absolutely like, looks like a heartbreak at that. I just feel really sad for her because I just feel like we're, we're on the cusp of something bad happening to her. And she's like, like watching a car crash for And sure. she's had enough horrible shit happen to her. And I feel sad because we don't really have an answer of what to do. Like, what to I change. think the thing to do is to stop memifying people on the internet. Yeah. Like, it's never going to fucking happen or... On a much, like, I know, like, on a much different case, it's like, I feel like we all have one, like, memed person that we wonder where they are now. And for me, it's the berries and cream man. He, oh, my God. Do you not know that he was, like, um, he's, like, a dance teacher in New York? Yeah, but then what do you do after the, your, like, paper magazine spread? You just go back to being a dancer and everyone's like, oh, that, that's the word berries and cream man. Yeah, no, honestly, because his, um, we, me and Eden found his website and on it it was, like, he's done theatre performances that are akin to abortion on the stage and we were going what the hell <laughs> it's been so dramatic on the theatre stage <laughs> that you you got garnered that review like I just feel like there's such a difference between people and even him and Gypsy is obviously so different in so many ways but I feel like there's such a difference between people that like actively seek fame especially online like for example Trisha like I found it so illuminating in her interview with John where she was like, oh yeah, I just follow what's popular and follow the money. Like, I don't mind like switching around and doing things. Like, with that, you kind of build in a bit of a hard shell to like that the internet is probably going to be shit to you at some point in your life. But Gypsy's not really going to have any of that. I think we're going to just have, it's sad because we just have to like watch it play out. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's another option, like just try and disengage from it. But my whole for you page is yeah, I just deleted Twitter because I was like, I just can't. Yeah, I just literally can't look at this anymore. And that's saying something for me. Like I've just deleted the app. Before. <laughs> that is saying something for me. I literally was like, I'm sick of this. I mean, yeah. it was either that or fucking salt bin. And I was like, nah, delete them. Yeah, just get If you've seen your own life, do not talk to me about salt bin unless you're giving me praise. Crazy pisses, yeah. or saying that um, you we are bullies. No, don't call me a bully in real life. I think I'll crumble. I think I'll <laughs> actually just like have another breakdown right there, and then wow, and then we can make a meme of it. Yeah, and then we can be a meme, and then it can be like the comeback tour. The comeback tour, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, all right. Thank you, Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you, Olivia, for editing. We will see you next week. Love you, bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.